I listen. I can feel it. I experience it. And I breathe it. This is music to me. And who am I? My name is Nina, and I'm a music lover. And I'm about to take you on a journey into one of the craziest industries in the world. This is Connected by Frequency. Welcome everyone to a new episode of my podcast. My name is Nina and you're watching Connected by Frequency. Since one of the episodes I did with Psytrance legend, White Noise, uh, got so many nice comments and feedbacks and I happened to know another star living here in Serbia. Uh, it was about a moment when he will join me here in the studio um, and now he is here. Uh, a talented and worldwide recognized Psy progressive producer and DJ always being surrounded by music and involved in a couple of uh, bands is how his passion for EDM started uh, around 15 years if I'm not mistaken uh, after releasing his second album uh, and he has it six for now uh, he was catapulted in this crazy industry uh, standing alongside and sharing a DJ booth with legends such as Vinivici, Skazi, Liquid Soul, Asterix, uh, White Noise, Neelix and so on and so on uh, right now I can assure you that uh, running his own record label since 2010 and being in the middle of almost every big event uh, made him one of the highest booked uh, names in the business today uh, and I'm 100% sure that he that the best is yet to come so his name is Nikola Kozic and you may know him as Zeiss so welcome friend to connected by frequency family and to infinity lighthouse studio hello Nina I hope you're feeling well, well today yes I am I'm feeling good <laughs> I'm glad to hear that um, um, and please tell me, how are you feeling knowing uh, that the world is slowly, slowly getting back to normal sh shape, let's call it that way, um, and the gigs are back on track? Uh, first of all, I'm glad they're back. That's, that's after a long, uh, long time of waiting. That's actually a really nice time ahead of us. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking forward for the summer. It's uh, full of parties and events. And uh, it's just like in the past two years of the old time of waiting, it's just like all the parties which got canceled, now they're all happening in 2022. And it's just going to be insane. Yeah? Thank God for that. But was it hard for you? Yeah, the last two years. <laughs> well, to be honest, first uh, six months was amazing, you know, because after so long uh, traveling time, and it just came to a point that uh, when everything stopped, I felt kind of relaxed, just like I felt uh, good to be home. Mm. But after six months, when I realized that the club's not gonna be open, it was like, oh my god, it's gonna be hard, you know, for the next six months. Mm -hmm. But at the end, you know, with the uh, with a common sense, you know, we always come to the end, you know, and thank God everything is now going coming back. So all good. Thank God I can yeah. say that as well. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, it was a relaxed moment for you at the beginning of everything. Yes. After you realize that this is actually gonna, you know, start to be 
pretty long period of not not True. having anything, mm. not having uh, gigs or anything. Uh, but uh, thank God, as you said, now we are back uh, on track with, with uh, everything and with the music and with the gigs and with festivals and yes. partying. So uh, let's pray this is going to last. <laughs> yes, hopefully if someone doesn't come and press the red button. And <laughs> exactly. Who knows? And it can happen, of course. You <laughs> never we're know. We're not going to talk about that. We're gonna, not going to think about it that way. So so, uh, okay, so White Noise, as I mentioned at the beginning, mm -hmm. uh, and you, of course, know that, was part of this show. And, of course, I think you watched the show. I did. Uh, and uh, as you saw, we talked about different topics over there. But, uh, and I'm sure that not everyone knows this, uh, but I want you to explain to everyone watching and listening mm -hmm. how many subgenres Psytrance actually has, and what is the difference between those subgenres? Uh, actually, the, it's a big difference between the genres, mm -hmm. and there is so many subgenres of the Psytrance music. It's 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 a long list. I can I can start saying, starting from Goa, Forest, High Tech. There is uh, full on. There is progressive. There is progressive Psytrance. There is. Uh, like psychedelic trance that's also kind of a genre today mm -hmm. so that's seven but I'm sure I missed some of the the genres and uh, it's it's a long long list but the, it's a big difference between them for example the forest sound is completely different it's, it's even more psychedelic but it's slow there is high tech which the BPM is super high you cannot even recognize the, is it a kick or a bass line is it uh, there is a a long list full on is also more sp uh, like a speed music but still uh, melodic melodic yeah and uh, there is progressive which is more slower music but still more groovy and melodic so yeah it's and that's your kind of yeah music. that's uh, kind of more but my why did you choose that one i don't know i mean when i started with the psytrance music actually i started with full on i mm -hmm. liked the, the more hardcore stuff you know mm -hmm. because uh, before that i was into metal music mm -hmm. so i wanted something more stronger and the psytrance was actually perfect but after a couple of years you know it's just like come to my head you know that I prefer something more slower mm -hmm. so I started with something more slower and then during the time when I started uh, doing music uh, during the time uh, it kind of even combined with uh, some of my previous uh, music which I liked like combination of uh, full-on and progressive and even today I can actually hear my fusion of these two genres you know like psychedelic full-on uh, like a speedy fast music and on another side there's progressive which is more slower and melodic mm -hmm. so at the end uh, it was actually a good thing to do because with this kind of uh, genre which i'm doing let's call it like psy progressive mm -hmm. it's perfect for the the the, the events uh, even indoor or outdoor because uh, uh, it, it fits to to even full-on parties and even to progressive parts which are let's say the the main main events in the world you know mm -hmm. so with the progressive i'm kind of in the main time and with the full-on i'm more in the beginning or at the end like morning so it's mm -hmm. it's kind of perfect for for both uh, events you know yeah it's perfect combination i guess and it's hard to get away from your origins you know? that's true that's true <laughs> okay but how did you end up producing you know at first uh what motivated you what inspired or who inspired you well, uh, that's that's kind of hard question. But uh, even uh, before I started producing trance music, I was into uh, uh, 
guitar, you know. I, I like to play the guitar. I even played a bit of bass and drums, and I was into the music, you know. So one day I, I was visiting a friend, and he was just a, there was some like strange music in the background. I was like, what's this, you know? And he was like, hey, it's a psytrance. Like, really? It's really strange and fresh for me. So I asked him to give me a CD, mm -hmm. and that time we were still CDs. So I took a CD. I came home, and it was like oh, just listening over and over one album. And then I realized it's amazing and I wanted to know how this is created. So then I started asking around how to get some software. In that time, there was not even internet. Only the big companies, you know, had uh, internet in, uh, in some cities. Mm -hmm. So at the end, I, I found a software, you know, and uh, there was a guy, he came, installed everything. And he was like, that's it. Now you do it, you know. So there was no tutorials or something, and it was so interesting, interesting for me to, to just like do something with this. And then after creating even the first loops and scratches, and I was like, okay, I can do that, you know? <laughs> so I was just keep, keep on going, keep on going. And then it came to the moment to, 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 uh, to expose myself, to, mm -hmm. to send to someone. So I did send to some record labels my CDs and uh, two actually uh, response. There was first was one from uh, Austria, Synergetic Records. Mm -hmm. And the second one was uh, Shiva Link, if I remember, in India. I they had just one release wow. with them. Mm -hmm. So then everything started and just like domino effect went on. But I guess it was different producing back then, Ooh, yes. <laughs> comparing it to today. Yes, yes, yes. It's uncomparable, you know. <laughs> even the softwares back then, and yeah. the the, the so, like, even the, the virtual instruments and everything was so much different than today. It's like uncomparable completely. Was it easier or harder? Well, I have to say, was it easier to get on the market in that time? Because there was no many many artists, especially in progressive uh, progressive, uh, let's call it section. Mm -hmm. So when I came, okay, maybe it was a good music, maybe because there was a, a space for me there, but uh, at the end it was like, uh, after a first year of release, I already got some international requests, you know. First was Russia, then was Denmark, Sweden, uh, Croatia, and it was just like, uh, it was 2009 already, like a year after my first uh, release, which was top. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> it was. Okay. If I ask you to compare okay. your music, um, actually not your music, we're going to talk about your music, but let's compare this specific music, this specific genre, okay. um, uh, five plus years ago okay. and compare it to today. What would you tell me if I ask you that? Well, it's a big, big difference. Uh, just maybe not five, but let's say seven. After 2015, that five was like, plus, uh, <laughs> yeah, that that was the, the year like uh, when everything got changed, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, thankfully to Vinny Vici, our music get uh, get so much exposed, you know, on the on the big events and big market, and that was a. a big game changing for the whole Psytrance uh, scene mm -hmm. and I, I can only t say thanks to them you know like thank you guys if you look in this thank you and uh, they're really good people and they made uh, to whole uh, to whole bunch of artists a life much better but they did made it a little bit commercial of course yes yeah. of course yes that that was the the, the missing link mm -hmm. in a psy trans uh, genres mm -hmm. i mean okay let's call it now like psy dm so there is even one more genre to yeah. the list of the genres we had just in a few we questions before and uh, 
yeah but i have to say this side dm genre it's different even by production mm -hmm. uh, and even by the the music by itself mm -hmm. but it's still psychedelic you know so mm -hmm. and it's hardcore which i like and uh, that's the good thing well the bass is over there it has to be that's true that's true <laughs> so, that's true that's true so, i mean i like it so i mean i'm fine ah, with me, that. Too, me too me too <laughs> and you can see people are going wild you know yeah like, man. all around the world that's true that's true <laughs> okay so what about your music production mm -hmm. um uh, speaking of quality of that production, mm -hmm. of course, at the beginning it was completely different. You, yeah. It was not that, you know, big deal. <laughs> speaking True. of the quality, uh, how much did it actually change since the very first, uh, let's call uh, the moment, uh, the very first release album, uh, Hypercube? Well, it it changed a lot, you know. Like as I said, even the softwares you are using today, they are way more quality today than mm -hmm. before. But I have to say that uh, from the beginning of my career, I think that the the good production is something which is uh, something which was always with my sound, you know. Like I, I have to admit that I think I had uh, always a good production, and I know that people were always, always asking some kind of questions: how I produce this or this mm -hmm. or this. So I can say it's uh, it's confirmed. Let's call it like this. Uh, but uh, the difference is huge, you know. Like it's uncomparable, you know. It's just it's new age, you know. Like it's changing every year, you know. And I can even say that uh, I can recognize the production level even after six months, you know. Mm -hmm. So every six months, uh, you know, I, I I'm thinking, okay, this is my maximum. Then after six months, okay. No, you know, and it's just keep changing all the time to better. But are you, are you sometimes listening to your old production? Yes, I did. A few days ago, I did, you know. Do you find it funny? Yes, it's funny. Actually, yes, a lot of funny. You know, just... It's... I even ask myself how I even uh, produced something like this in that time, you know. I was thinking that if I did some things differently, maybe it will be even faster, you know, to go mm -hmm. to the top. But th that's all Yeah, past, I will change you know. this or that. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's normal. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, let's talk about labels. Yeah, sure. If we go through the history of your releases, mm -hmm. uh, we can see that you were part of many labels. I did. Including I Spin Twist, Iboga, Yona Music, Blue Tunes, etc. Yeah, there was even more. Of course, I said <laughs> a lot more. But I think the real game changer moment for mm -hmm. you, um, and I always like to mention this, um, happened actually in 2010, when you released your second album mm -hmm. uh, under Spin Twist. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think uh, this led to global recognition of Zeiss and opened so many uh, doors of big events and festivals uh, around the world. Prove me right. Yes, <laughs> yes, I can say you're right. Uh, I mean, uh, in 2010, I just realized that uh, the, the making your own label is not a hard thing to do. Mm -hmm. And the uh, internet was already spreaded all over the Serbia at that time. And we were just thinking we already had a crew. We have artists, you know, we have mastering engineers. Yeah, it was like we have everything to, to start uh, a label. And even my best friend, my actually first neighbor, he was like a really good designer. And I was like, let's, let's put the, all the guys together and make some some good story about us, you know. Mm -hmm. And then we decided to open a, a at Tesseract Studio Records. Mm -hmm. uh, we got an idea from the movie Cube. It was, mm -hmm. at that time, was a big one. And then we, we it was, it was different, you know. But, uh, you know, in the beginning was was hard, you know, as uh, Serbia is kind of, 
hard a starting point let's mm -hmm. call it like this mm -hmm. but uh, during the years we expanded that's why i even uh, when we opened i was still releasing for other labels mm -hmm. which i can uh, maybe even say to the all new producers you know it's a good thing that they all released for the as much as label they can mm -hmm. it's a good thing because uh, you know every label have their own listeners you know they have their own crew you know so it's good especially in the beginning so you get as more listeners you can and then as soon as you get established then it's good to have your own label mm -hmm. or you, that you are in some big label mm -hmm. and that's that's definitely a good way to do you know but uh, you mentioned your label, uh, but you launched actually that label at yeah. the end of 2010. Exactly. But actually, in during the 2010, you started going wild <laughs> before launching your label. Uh, yes, but uh, it was uh, thankfully to the label I released uh, this second album. Second yeah. album was released on Spin Twist, and this exactly. label was at that time very big in Germany, mm -hmm. like huge. Mm -hmm. So uh, after the, that release, uh, there was a lot of festivals from Germany just calling, you know, mm -hmm. and that was uh, definitely a big, uh, big thing for me. And after that, you know, like I actually felt space that now I can do my uh, releases on my label as well. Mm -hmm. That was a really good thing to do. And then um, it, it makes label bigger than it makes other artists as well bigger. And also when they start uh, uh, going around the world, mm -hmm. you know, they, they also make a label bigger and uh, yeah, that was it. But in the beginning when we made the label, it's supposed to be like a, like a friend, like a friend label. We, it was like seven months. We were sharing everything, you know, <laughs> I, I was a founder, you know, but there was like all the guys, we were like splitting everything equally, you know, and then during the time it was hard thing to, to, to do like that. So we just, uh, made it as all the labels around the world you know how they did it. So we, yeah. Okay, but what was the main reason that you decided to, to launch your label? It was like, uh, I, I realized that uh, all the labels uh, from Denmark and Germany, they had the, the biggest label at the time, mm -hmm. you know, like it was just like one man doing the management. Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking like how hard that can be, you know? So I would start Googling around, you know, and then I realized it, it's no nothing special, you know, it's just like a one... Uh, website you upload everything and the cover and lock and done and that's it so i was thinking why i should release for anybody else except myself you know mm -hmm. especially when you have a name then the things are way easier you know and that for actually sure. happened you know for sure yeah but it happened not at the beginning of course <laughs> no, it, it takes time. I mean, even today, you know, like we, we can notice that things are going uh, up and down, you know, mm -hmm. especially with Corona going down after the Corona going up. Of but course. still, I'm saying that even today you can, you know, you climb one hill and then you see another hill, which is bigger. And then you climb that one and then you see another big one and it's just going up. And Never ending how. story. Exactly. <laughs> you always think you reach the top, but eh, wrong. And no. then you just have to do it again. And Get back yeah. to reality. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so... If, if I ask you, of course, but you can uh, tell me that. Uh, is it easier when you have your own label uh, to release your own tracks over there? Mm -hmm. But, uh, okay, I'm talking about the beginning of everything. It was not that famous label at the no, beginning, no, right? No, no, so no, no. not a lot of people heard of it. That's true. So was it hard to get recognized? regarding that label and regarding your releases at that moment for that label. Yeah. 
I mean, I understand that part. It's it's easier when you have your own label. You can always release your music. You don't have to um, wait, you know, for label label owner or everyone yes, exactly. management and everything. Uh, but I guess at the beginning it was not that easy. Well, I have to say that the uh, same like when I uh, started with uh, with Zeiss project, you know, there was kind of space because the music I was doing had space for this. And even for the label in that time, you know, it's it's not like today that there is billion labels and everybody have label, you know, like I was I, I realized that I can have my own label. I can say that uh, on, on the time, you know, because. Mm -hmm. Uh, after that, there was like avalanche of labels, you know, mm -hmm. but in that time when we opened, it was kind of good moment for that. Mm -hmm. And that's why the label is still uh, getting bigger and bigger, you know, like we have more than almost 500 releases. There is a thousand tracks and we're still uh, releasing like every week, you know, but uh, I can say that uh, we didn't have a hard time like labels have today. It was not like they had today. Today, it's even harder for them, you know. There is billion labels, like you have billion artists. But at that time, there was not. So uh, I always say the quality get recognized. Mm -hmm. So we had a couple of really good artists. And uh, I think that even after two, three years, we already was selling our artists to, to worldwide festivals, you know, which I think for the label is very good, uh, very good thing, you know. Like that thing, I saying very good timing you know for two three years to have label mm -hmm. uh, like label artists all around the world you know that's that's a good thing but do you remember how many years you waited for that label to be completely recognized mm, maybe four to five oh, it takes time you know okay. like people need to to be patient when they do something they love you yeah, know it, it takes time you know but uh, you know the prize is most important thing mm -hmm. when you get you know the, the prize you know what actually you were I, um, like working for then mm -hmm. then you're just happy and then these five years you just, just yeah, doesn't matter these five mm -hmm. years and, anymore you know well you're completely into that so yeah that's so doing it over here over there it's the same for you. exactly <laughs> and you can do this from your home from brazil mm -hmm. from australia from anywhere in, in the world so it's actually a beautiful uh, job to do you know awesome yeah well, i bow to that <laughs> Okay, so um, I know you were part of an interesting project called Vertex. Yes, I was. Yeah, and I'm going to act like I don't know anything about it. Okay. <laughs> and I will kindly ask you to uh, explain the idea and the history of this project. Uh, yeah, but, uh, not, but not just Vertex. Uh, when I started, I think I had five or six projects, maybe even seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there was a, a Beats Club, which I released just one track. I had Horizon, which I released an album. Mm -hmm. I have Tesseract, just, it was like a, like a chill out, uh, uh, like a music. And then uh, there was Zeiss Actima Vertex, which were like primary at the, when uh, label got opened. Mm -hmm. um, Vertex was uh, initially uh, my project. And then after two years, I realized that uh, Zeiss and Ectima projects were already making enough, uh, let's say, uh, making enough of music. And as well, I had uh, enough gigs with them. Mm -hmm. Then I realized that the Vertex was kind of... Uh, kind of slowing me down. Then I realized I, I need to have a, a partner in this label, in this project. So I invited a friend uh, to, to join me on this uh, project. And we were working like four or five years, you know, together on this. Uh, during that time, Zeiss exploded most, you know, so at, at the time, at, actually now I'm working just Zeiss, you know, most, most of the time. 
So I decided that uh, Vertex project, I'm going to leave. I just left to a friend, you know, like he's now doing uh, Vertex on his own. Mm -hmm. And Actima project, I'm still doing, you know, from time to time, but we have just two, three tracks during the year, you know, comparing to the Zeiss, which I have way more, you know, way more. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. All right. Um, but you are not a prisoner of one style. This is what I realized. Yes, that's true. That's yeah, true. That's cool. Thanks. <laughs> um, you know, from time to time, you add a little bit of techno and house into your production. Yes, that was in that. <laughs> yeah. So, how important, in your personal opinion, is to be creative, open-minded, always uh, ready to experiment with new stuff, new yeah. styles? Well, I, I, I keep saying to people, like, I can give you the, the most delicious cake in the world and you keep eating it every day. You know, eventually after six months, you will get sick of it. You know, it's just like how the things uh, work, you know. So in my opinion, I, I have to have variation in the genre. Otherwise, it will get bored, you know. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're doing something after 15 years, you know, then, then you cannot uh, stay same, you know. It's just like you have to evolve. Otherwise, if you keep doing something... It just feel like you're stuck in the loop. So eventually, you know, it was a good thing for me to 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 experiment with the different genres. You know, I also have a band on a band on a side, which is like a fusion of many different music. I have uh, Ectima, which is also a combination with techno. You know, I have uh, Zeiss project, which I infuse with some other genres. You know, as well, and uh, I, I actually enjoy that. And I'm proud to say that I actually love every music on this world, you know. For me, there is just a, a good song and a bad song. That's it, you know, like uh, that. Done, you know. I, I don't I don't categorize differently, you know. It's just, yeah. just like that. Perfect definition. <laughs> I'm, I'm always uh, into that kind of artists, you know, who are not like stuck in, into one style, one genre. And like, I don't care for anything else. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> And I don't respect anything else. That's the other side of it, bad side. I, I don't understand these people, but uh, good luck doing the same thing for 20 years. That's for sure. Exactly. That's hard thing, I mean, know. you are there for the same reason like everyone else in in this industry. Yeah. I mean, it's good to hear other opinion, other music. You know. True. And maybe your creativity is gonna grow a lot more. Uh, hopefully yes. Hopefully yeah. yes. But uh, you know, even the inspiration is a like a sort of a training you know like if mm -hmm. you push yourself that you work every day you know uh, like uh, when i'm discussing with some other artists you know or people who want to become an artist they're always like i don't have a studio uh, at the moment uh, or other people i have a studio but i have no experiment uh, like inspiration you know mm -hmm. But I'm telling them, like, when I started, you know, it was like two hi-fi speakers in the corner of the room. That's it, you know. And to other people, you know, when I'm discussing about uh, uh, difficulty, you know, like, I'm trying to explain them that it takes time and you need to, to work for it and it always come back at the end, you know. But you need to put your hands on the table and say, okay, I'm going to do it and it's... And sacrifice a lot. <laughs> that's, that's true, that's true. But if you have someone to... To help you with this, yeah. you know, that's... That's oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And support. So, uh, as you said, of course, you respect other styles, other genres, other artists, right? Yeah. So, you're not afraid to collaborate uh, with anyone out of the Psytrance world. 
No, of course no. not. Okay. Of course not. <laughs> no, so there are no boundaries over there. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Regarding that. That's actually the beauty of the music. Uh, it should be like that. <laughs> yeah, you're creating a fusion. It's, uh, instantly you are doing a music. I, I recently did a track with a guy who's doing uh, only chill out music. Mm-hmm. So like we decided to do like a trance track, but to be in the like uh, chill out mode, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it was a really, really good result at the end, you know. Awesome. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, if I ask you to name a couple of artists you appreciate so okay. much in the scene, mm-hmm. not Psytrans. Non-Psytrans. Okay. What would they get in, as an answer from you? Well, I have to say that my favorite uh, bands and artists are changing time to time. So at the moment, uh, after uh, making my own band in the last two, three years, I'm trying to... Uh, Uh, finding some new bands, you know, like something I didn't heard something from before, you know. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, I'm listening to Ayot band from Niche, you know, they're our guys. Right. But I was really surprised because I didn't know they're from Serbia. Mm-hmm. But they surprised me a lot. And it's kind of, let's call it jazz, but it's like psychedelic jazz on a way oh, wow. you know <laughs> very interesting music you know very interesting music and the guys uh, the guys are releasing for many years in the past and uh, i recommend to the old people that they can listen to this but of course there is many 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 bands at the moment i love from rammstein you know that's also something i was listening in uh, lately yeah, back in the days <laughs> yeah but i'm still uh, loving some of this tool you know that that's uh-huh. also one of my favorites pink floyd of course mm. Uh, the the list is so long, you know. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely we could definitely talk about this for five days. Dubiosa Collective, I also Uh I also love them as well, you know. (laughs) Uh, The list is too long; I will forget some of them for sure. You know, it's okay. It's we're gonna stop over here. Okay, so as we mentioned uh, before, uh, popularity of this genre changed. Uh, we can agree on that. Um, do you think one of the reasons, as you, as we mentioned before, is definitely uh, that some artists, big artists, are mm-hmm. going a little bit more commercial? Mm-hmm. We, we we mentioned this uh, at the beginning, but um, do you like that this music is going into this direction? Um, I have to say I do. You do? I do, because mm-hmm. uh, before that we had underground scene. But mm-hmm. today we have commercial and underground scene. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just like more option on the menu. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go to the forest, okay, go to the forest, no problem. You know, there is music for that. If you want to go to the EDM side trends, yeah, there is a festival for that. Mm-hmm. If you want to do high tech or you want full on, you can choose yourself. It's mm-hmm. like a restaurant with a menu and just choose where you want to go, you know. So, yes, I did heard uh, some of the people commenting, yeah, I don't like in which direction the psytrance is going and i'm saying okay but the, the other options are not dead you know yeah. you know like you can still uh, go to do every genre you like inside the psytrance music no one said yeah. it, it's you know gone from the yeah. from the scene you know so in my opinion it's even bigger options mm. so there is no reason to to say it's bad you know now you have commercial psytrance parties you have underground choose your pick yeah, exactly don't be closed-minded yeah sure you know like <laughs> Yeah. All the I think all the, the real genres they, they had the same evolution you know mm-hmm. in the beginning it was underground you know and then it just become solidly big and then a commercial side of this and then it's becoming huge I mean mm-hmm. 
um, I can compare it even to a rock, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah. Every music, every music is just same story. Yeah, but you still have heavy metal and rock, hard rock, and this, and even underground rock and punk and whatever. You do, but it's not popular. No, no. no but if you're a real listener of the music, you will find, find the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'll exactly. find. It, you know, that's for sure. <laughs> that's true. I was think- thinking actually about this music because uh, when I started listening to electronic music, I mean. Uh, this kind of electronic music uh, 10 plus years ago I think 12 years ago it happened mm-hmm. and of course there was a couple of side trance events yep. back then uh, here in Belgrade mm-hmm. and uh, I remember it pretty well I didn't like it <laughs> I mean it was completely different yep. I mean or my taste changed I don't know maybe sure. that could be the case as well but I think uh, side trance music evolved a lot yep. for, for that 10 plus years it did it evolved a lot but it's you know we have to first discuss what kind of what kind of event were you been you know like what kind of club you know Basta. It's, it's, <laughs> ah, that's, that's so bad i mean I not so bad it had good days but it doesn't bring the good vibes anymore exactly. you know but there is some uh, location in serbia which they really have amazing amazing energy starting from barutana that's my favorite mm. you know that's my by far by far the favorite, you know. Not only for side trends, I mean a lot of yeah, yeah all genres are there from techno, from mm. rock and roll, from yeah. everything is there. You know? A legendary yeah, yeah, venue. definitely, definitely. Yeah. I have uh, every year once once in a year show there, and it's always a special one and I know. my favorite, you know. <laughs> and I still so have been there. I invite you now. So you come and join us, and you see what's the the the, the real yeah. uh, side trends events saw these days. Actually, in May, I think Neelix is coming. Yes, uh, I, he's so supposed to be. Uh, during the corona or yeah. just before the corona yeah, it was they, they postponed him to time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely event something you would like uh, i know I, I listened to him live yeah yeah and uh, luminosity festival yeah. it's trans festival of course okay, but they yeah. have even which year was that 2018 i think okay it's different now way way different in really? yeah yeah uh, i'm curious because i like his style yeah, it's yeah. different it's not a typical you know it's not trends. typical no Definitely. no 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 we call it in our in our music we call it offbeat so it's offbeat. one more runner to add to the <laughs> exactly. to the bunch of bits exactly. yeah, yeah it's a uh, German or better say Hamburg Hamburg style uh, mm-hmm. they say it Hamburg style or offbeat you know that's mm-hmm. uh, it's really their own signature you know if you go to the Hamburg whoever is doing Psytrance they are doing it like that it's oh, the, offbeat nice. it's like a must you know <laughs> oh definitely I'm it's, and it's going very well there I'm going now in a couple of days there and of course always on the lineup there is some offbeat mm-hmm. artists you know that's like a primary thing there awesome <laughs> can't wait yeah. for that right uh, so uh, one of the most interesting topics for me and I like to talk about this uh, when I can of course uh, the popularity of certain tracks okay how they end up that popular uh, there is one everyone knows because it became so viral yeah. <laughs> when you enter Instagram uh, and watch Instagram stories and Instagram yeah. reels uh, over there um, you definitely cannot uh, avoid hearing this kind of uh, this this track this specific track of course i'm talking about anjuna yeah sure i know a track that you did with liquid soul Uh featuring solar kit Um, and as i said i'm always fascinated seeing uh some of those tracks they're actually not commercial kind of uh yeah on the edge let's call it like this but yeah but uh i'm curious every time uh to hear how they end up being 
this popular let's name it like that uh, i have to say that uh, this track became uh, popular like recently i mean it w- when we released it it was big but not like today you know exactly but uh, that's how you recognize which track is actually uh, a hit you know if the time with the time you know if it's still there on the market that mm-hmm. means it's a quality or a hit track you know mm-hmm. And this uh, Nuna track have a, a cool history, you know, like Liquid Soul was in the Belgrade, you know. And in that time, you know, I was just inviting him, let's let's have a lunch, you know, why not, you know. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, sure. So we were on the lunch somewhere here in Belgrade and then uh, I invited him to my home. You know, I have my studio at home. He was like, yeah, sure. So we went to my home and I showed him a studio and then like, oh, should we start something? Yes. And then we just like tup, 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 started something. And that was actually Anjuna, you know, that, that, that's, that was the only time he was in my house, in my studio. And we produced Anjuna. And uh, it was uh, released on his album and it was... Let's say it was a hit at the time, but after a few years, there was a couple of artists starting to do the, the, the remixes, and now it's like remixed by many artists. Uh, starting with some Eurotrans guy, Jordan Suckley was remixed. Yep. Yeah, there was yep. in a Psytrans genre, there was symbolic, there was outsiders, there was in chill out. Uh, what's, what's the, the name? Uh, Merlin and uh, South Zone. Not South Zone, it's called. Uh, I want to remember now. I will remember during the interview, definitely. But there was uh, many remixes. And then lately, since Reels and Stories came up with the Instagram, mm-hmm. there was like a bunch of people starting tagging me for this track. And then it's uh, becoming like a background track all the time, always on the break, you know. And uh, people like it. That's a good thing, you know. Even today, I'm getting a lot of requests to for the from the artists to do the remix of this track. Mm-hmm. And uh, soon it will be released, one uh, the remix of this track by one huge artist, but I'm not going to gonna say now. Okay, okay. Is, You're not gonna reveal it? <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna reveal it. You're gonna tell me, tell me later? <laughs> I will, I will. Right. Okay, but uh, I'm just always curious, you know, okay, of course, your track was popular in the beginning, but not everyone knew about this track. But someone needed to push it to make it this viral thing. You know, it's not only important that a lot of people or a lot of artists are remixing this track. True. Which you can find with a lot of different tracks, mm. different genres. But how it end up, you know, being so popular on social media? Um, on social media, I, I actually have no clue how it Someone became. Someone needed uh, to push the first. Yes, you know? yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, releasing this track with Liquid Soul, it was already a push, you know, mm-hmm. because Liquid Soul is a huge name in yep. uh, our genre. It's a huge name. Today is even bigger. Uh, it's even bigger than uh, before. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, also, we released this uh, track uh, with a really big label, Iboga. You know, mm-hmm. this this is the biggest label in our genre. You know, so it was a hit back then. But uh, how it became big today, you know, in the last uh, one year or two years, I have no answer to <laughs> no that. No one knows. <laughs> but uh, it just became viral. You know, like um, you know, like all the other tracks which became viral, you don't know how they became viral. You know, it's just like you, you prefer some other tracks, but this one became. Uh, a bigger hit and mm. this was always a curious thing for me because many many times you know like s- from some track which i expect to be a hit let's call it mm. like this mm. it's it, it's never like that you know it's always something some track you don't expect you know mm-hmm. and it's, be, it's just like that you know what i heard about that sometimes it happens like that uh, i i'm sure that it was not your case uh but 
Sometimes you can pay for a specific TikToker or Instagram mm -hmm. influencer, or whatever, yeah. uh, to make it a blast over there. <laughs> it's it's still a hard thing to do, you know. Like you can still go around and pay, but it's it doesn't go like that, you mm. know. It doesn't go, you know. Like it's all mostly the, all these offers are fake. Mm -hmm. But if you find a huge uh, channel, you know, which mm -hmm. having uh, lots of subscribers or something, yep. you know. Then, then even when you pay them, you know, it's not, you know, that he actually can, um, how can I say, that he can guarantee you that this track is going to be a hit, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's just like this. If, if the track is a quality enough, if it have this signature melody or whatever, this is how actually the track becoming a hit, you know. Mm -hmm, it's not because... Mm -hmm. Someone paid someone to, to, to become big. It, it doesn't work like this, you know. It can help, I guess. Uh, it, it can help <laughs> for a small push, you know. Yep, but, yep. It, you know, if you want if you want to become a, like a big hit, mm. it, it doesn't go like this, mm. you know. Like, you okay. know, the, the best way is that you made a, a good track and then people start to share it in between them. Mm -hmm. And that means they actually like it. If you start paying people, you know, to listen... Mm. It doesn't go, you know. Mostly it comes with a commercial or something, you know. Who likes commercial today, you know, like, but exactly. You know? No one. <laughs> no one, you know. <laughs> Talking about YouTube right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, we mentioned Liquid Soul, of course, uh, who I respect so much and who I listened uh, to live a couple of times. Mm -hmm. Amazing artist. Um, and I see the similarity of your production with his production yeah. and I guess this is uh, why two of you connected and you collaborate often uh, yes could be could be I mean when I started uh, when I started he was the first big artist who actually supported me you know just with chatting answering listening to my music demos playing my music mm -hmm. and then when he was in Serbia we actually get connected you know mm -hmm. A frequency connected and then uh, we actually started making music and then we realized that we are on the same frequency you mm -hmm. know and uh, he was um, he was kind of my ro role model you know like mm -hmm. he teach me so much you know like what's happening on the scene how to approach some certain things in production you know so I, I, I can only say big thanks to Nicola he's my yeah he's have the same he name like the, me have the same name <laughs> yeah so I love this person he's an amazing amazing guy you know so yeah it, it's true I can say it only it's true <laughs> okay so so I guess you have a great relationship and yeah we do yeah. we do okay cool uh, so beside Liquid Soul uh, of course you work with a lot of great artists um, out there one way or another uh, who do you like working sharing mm -hmm. DJ booth and pr pr production with uh, honestly during the, the years I realized that uh, I have the, the best synergy with my best man Flagma mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. he's my long long time friend we've been through many things together we even founded the label together you know he have uh, we have a long history you know mm -hmm. And even today, you know, just sitting with this guy in the studio and making, you know, we can we can do everything just in silent, you know, like mm -hmm. how we actually understand each other. And so it's a it's a privilege to work on, on the music with him. And lately he's really emerging into amazing good artist and he's uh, getting popular, popular, more and more popular here. He is actually very popular in Brazil, but in Europe, not so much. Mm -hmm. So recently he's becoming uh, big here and it's also a big thing and for us and for the label and uh, yeah, and he's also really, really skilled guy and 
with the softwares and in the music. So yeah, I'd love to work with him. Yeah, that's that's good. definitely my number one at the moment. Yeah. It's good to hear that you have someone like that beside you. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay. Uh, so um, how I see this genre actually is mm-hmm. you people. I'm talking about Psytrance producers, right. DJs, right. and of course, fans, music lovers. Yep. All of you uh, have this crazy community mm-hmm. <laughs> full of uh, respect, uh, synergy, uh, ready to help each other all the time. Peace, love, unity, respect, you know. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so this is what I don't see in any other genre, not even in trance music, yeah. um, uh, at least not that kind. Right. So can you explain, try to explain mm-hmm. to me how this unity actually was uh, born and how did it grow this strong? Uh, the, the way how I see this uh, and the, the best way is to compare, you know, uh, compare Psytrance music is with the hippie community. Mm. And uh, even when the, the whole thing started with the Psytrance, everybody like uh, like uh, fluor colors, everybody like this psychedelic, lots of colors like like this, you know. <laughs> and uh, you know, during the time, it became really like a community, uh, like exactly like hippie community, you know. And also the festivals are made like this, you know, that the people are getting connected you know it's not like you just come and uh, it's a party and done no 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 it's definitely another thing when you're going to the psychedelic trans festivals starting from boom and all other you know they, they are really uh, taking care of um, all the, the specific de- details you know that they, they have all kind of uh, things to, to connect to people from yoga from all kind of different classes you know so people are getting there and they're hanging out you know and they're staying for seven ten days you know and they are definitely people of the flower. They're mm-hmm. taking care of everything, like uh, grass, trees, air, you know, it's, I, I really, really respect that, you know, like when you are with these people and, uh, you know, like if the whole world would be like this, we will definitely be among the flowers and uh, <laughs> there will be no wars and that's definitely a good thing. Yeah, yeah it would be awesome. Um, it definitely reminds me of Ibiza when you, when you talk uh, like Yeah, th- that. There, is, there is kind of this vibe, but this yeah. is still because uh, um, Ibiza still have this hippie community mm-hmm. and the whole thing uh, on Ibiza was started by uh, hippie people, you know? Mm-hmm. So even all the, the places today, you know, uh, which are party places, they're mm-hmm. all started with hippies, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like that. Well. Understandable. Understandable. <laughs> okay. So you are from Serbia. Yes, sir. So you're not from Israel. <laughs> like, no, I'm not. Like no. 90%, you know, That's of true. the Psytrance uh, artist is. Um, so does it make harder to get noticed when you're not part of this famous Psytrance base? Well, you know, like in, in Israel is uh, very hard to become uh, famous because when you There's have a such a strong mm-hmm. uh, competition, you mm-hmm. know, it's really hard for a new artist to mm-hmm. become big, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In Serbia, when I started, there was just two, three artists, you know, maybe I don't even remember it was two. Maybe I was thinking maybe like one or two. Mm-hmm. There was Talpa, there was freaking Frequency, there was Alternative Control, and that was it. And I was the first one with the progressive sound, you know. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, what was the question again? <laughs> was it hard uh, to get noticed uh, uh-huh. when you're not? It was. It it was hard, but I have to say that uh, during the years it was like a like a trend 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 uh, trend mark of, of us, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because during the years um, all the Serbians and now we have around almost ten projects of psychedelic trends. The the guys who are actually releasing music and traveling, you know. Mm-hmm. 
like all of these guys uh, they 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 emerged after some time and they actually after after several years they started calling us like a serbian style so we actually get our signature note mm -hmm. you know there was uh, before there was like a scandinavian style there was israeli style there was german style and today uh, we have a serbian style as well which i have to say mm -hmm. i'm proud that we have this you know lately now we have also a new wave of brazilian artists which is also nice and uh, in psytrance genre this is really beautiful thing you know because if you go in any corner of the world someone uh, let's say in uh, in germany they mostly like offbeat you know mm -hmm. in serbia they mostly like this kind of serbian style rolling bases in this kind of greece as well balkan especially you know then in israeli they at the moment like uh, square bass line so this is now really a long topic of uh, <laughs> of the possibilities but yes it was uh, it was hard to to escalate you know but at the end it was worth it and then you get your, your own signature sound and then it, that's and you should be proud of that. I am. I am. <laughs> okay. So uh, here in Serbia, yes, we do have a small side trends uh, fan community. Yeah, we do. Uh, so from time to time, we do organize uh, these kind of events uh, over here. And um, so you were traveling all around the world, literally, like Australia, Brazil, Mexico, Portugal, Israel, Germany. Yep. Europe generally so I want you to reveal the main difference mm -hmm. uh, between the Serbian scene and for example South American well it's huge difference it's a huge huge difference I mean uh, to be honest nothing can be compared with South America mm -hmm. I mean for example they, the, the small party for them is let's say three four five thousand people this is a small party for Psytrance mm -hmm. you know and the big parties there are ten and up you know this is totally different, you know? When you come to a festival, let's say, with uh, multi-genres of music, you know? Mm -hmm. Psytrance is the biggest uh, genre there, you know? Mm -hmm. They just uh, love this sound. And uh, what was uh, a funny thing, you know, we, like a few, two weeks ago, we were having a party in Novi Sad, you know? Mm -hmm. And there was like a community of Brazilian dancers in Novi Sad, you know? Mm -hmm. And they asked me to join me for the party. And I was like... Are you sure? You know, like you really want this? Like, yes, yes, we love psytrance music. It reminds us when we dance, it's similar to samba. And then I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> then I start thinking all these people from Brazil, why they like psytrance, you know? Mm -hmm. It's easy for them to, to, to dance fast, how they do wow. on their own carnivals and whatever, you know? So maybe that was something uh, what makes them closer to this genre than other genres. But... Uh, I can only be happy with South America, you know, it's completely different than all the other mm -hmm. places in the world. But uh, every continent and even every state have their own uh, different love to psychedelic trance music, you know. Mm -hmm. Let's say Italy, they like high tech, you know. In Germany, they like mostly a bit. In Serbia, they like uh, full on mostly. Mm -hmm. In Israel, yes, like this. In Australia, they like forest style, you know. In oh. Japan, they like full on. You know, it's just different in every country, you know. So when you're talking with different uh, artists, you know. So one artist, he's big, for example, in Israel, mm -hmm. like for example, Talpa, you know. But in Germany, not so not much, that. you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, you, if you talk to Flagma, he's in Brazil, huge, but in in Europe less you know so it's different oh, wow. to every artist w which you talk to you know interesting fact <laughs> yeah it is it is, it is. but uh, the craziest if I ask you about the craziest crowd 
the craziest Would you say crowd. South America or Ooh, something ooh. else? Uh, South America, well, let's call it Brazil and Israel and Serbians. That's oh, really? top three, definitely. Top three. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say which one is number one, but these three are definitely the... the, the the the, the 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 let's call it like the the strongest guy on the dance floor you know they're like full on totally you know? <laughs> right. cool okay so we have a little game over here okay and i have those seven pieces of papers okay i'm gonna ask you to pick three three out of seven right now yeah okay there are questions on each of those pieces okay. and i'm Ooh. gonna need you to answer that question all of them huh <laughs> yeah Okay, starting with this one. What's my hidden talent? I don't know. <laughs> Not everyone knows. Uh, maybe playing a guitar? Is that counting? Well, not everyone knows that for sure. Okay. <laughs> maybe, okay, I'm... Uh, talent. Uh, I realize I'm good with plants. Let's call it like plants? this. With oh. the plants, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. yeah, I can make my own garden. Let's call it like this. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to ask you to come to my place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, during the, the corona time, I didn't know what to do. So I was uh, like testing ah. with some stuff. And then I was like, oh, that's interesting, you know? So yeah. It's normal. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, the next one. The next one, okay. A long one. <laughs> you got a goldfish. It promises to fulfill any three wishes for you if you let it go. What are your three wishes? Ah, <laughs> health, health, and health. Uh, no, 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 okay. <laughs> I don't know, but I have to say all my uh, all my wishes uh, have are granted. You know, like whatever I had as a, as a child, all my wishes are granted, and especially this year uh okay they supposed to happen in 2020 like my favorite festivals you know which are gonna happen that was definitely my God. <laughs> like boom festival like tomorrowland festival universo parallelo but this this festival happened in 2020 mm -hmm. after that started lockdowns mm -hmm. so definitely my old wishes are granted and the the okay the, is this just one wish when i say i mean like uh playing with this festival is just one so i have to okay, think yeah. of two more or exactly. what <laughs> okay so i've been around traveling it's not any more fun as it was i don't know like definitely i want a big uh, family that's mm -hmm. for sure okay good one uh <laughs> number three is health can i use one for the health you know? damn it's okay ah. <laughs> all right i'm not gonna torture you Fair enough. okay and the third one third one okay the biggest regret mm. okay the biggest regret is not reading uh, every contract i signed <laughs> <laughs> and I did sign one uh, contract, which was actually definitely uh, a, a problem for me even uh, till today. Oh my! But I'm God. slowly managing the way out from the, from this. So yeah, that that was my biggest regret, guys. Read the contracts, even the small letters, especially. Yeah, definitely, I think you're not the only one that's doing yes, it. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that was uh, a huge yeah. uh, mistake in my life, but. Uh, we will find a way out. Yeah, definitely read every single contract that you get. <laughs> every. <laughs> not, not only regarding music. <laughs> yeah, every, literally every, especially from the banks, guys. <laughs> that one as well, <laughs> definitely. All right, um, let's go to a couple of more questions. Sure. Um, 
what is the most memorable event you were part of? The good one and the bad one. The best and the worst experience. The, the best experience. Mm -hmm. Oh, just one? You can name. Ooh, the, the, uh, there was uh, many of them, you know, but... Uh, Okay, my first performance of uh, at Universo Parallelo, 2014 or 13, I'm not sure. It was a mm -hmm. long time ago, but definitely that was my top, top event. In mm -hmm. Australia, that was Mar Maritrea. Mm -hmm. And there was a second time Universo Parallelo when I came with my broken muscle and I came with a crutch, you know. And, you know, just when the crowd see me that I'm coming to, to, with a crutch to the stage, you know, they already like start <sighs> You know, that was that was really, really nice. And then when I finished the set, they gave me an extra applause. And then I started even crying. That was that was <laughs> definitely my high peak moment, you know. Of, uh, but the worst, uh, I don't know, uh, the worst, I don't know. There was uh, some bad moments in the beginning, like in every, in every business. But uh, I cannot, uh, usually the, the bad things I forget, you know, like it's just <laughs> like I block them and they never happen for me and that's it, you know. I don't know, bad experience with the promoters or... Uh, there was, there was like always like the, the pro promoters don't show up, you know, to pick you up or you, you actually don't get paid or something like this. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's happened, but you know, like more you are into this and longer you understand these things less and less happen, you know. Mm. You know, that was all the bad things, they happened, they happened uh, like, let's say, seven eight ten years ago you know so like in this uh, this time rarely okay to knock on the wood and <laughs> let's hope that the evil doesn't hurt us but they they were all in the past you know let's hope that nothing bad is going to happen ever again <laughs> yeah yeah to knock on the wood <laughs> yeah. as they said yeah. <laughs> agree on that right uh so uh speaking of the events i cannot forget to mention one of the upcoming ones uh-huh Uh, the one that has uh, a specific place in my heart. <laughs> I'm talking about Tomorrowland. Yep, of course. Um, so, um, unfortunately, uh, I'm not gonna be there when you are playing. <gasps> I think maybe something changed. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Because uh, you're playing uh, during the third weekend. Yeah, yeah, the last. They one. added the ter third weekend mm -hmm. uh, from this year, and I'm gonna be there during the second one. <laughs> and I was really looking forward to hear you uh, playing over there because it, it it's gonna be your debut. Tomorrowland, yes. At Tomorrowland, yeah. Uh, and I'm definitely I want to support you, but it is what it is. Let's see what's gonna happen. Um, but how excited actually you are that you're gonna perform in this kind of festival? Yeah, I'm very, very, very excited about it. I'm nervous even now when just talking about this festival. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's the biggest uh, festival in I think in the world. You know, in this electronic music. Definitely. You know. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, I get the goosebumps, you know. I mean, it's not my favorite festivals, I mean, but I'm still super excited. I mean, Boom is my yeah, okay. my, my, my option. Of I the mean, it's, it's your kind of That's true, music. that's true. But yeah. it's still, you know, just to, to playing Boom, it's uh, Tomorrowland. Sorry, it's mm -hmm. just uh, like for the, for me, it's definitely my highest point of uh, mm -hmm. career, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm proud of this so much. And um, to be honest, when I published the, 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 the flyer, I realized that that's a good thing about my name. I'm always the last. You know, always the last, whatever, what kind of lineup you have, I'm always the last. Even in Tomorrowland, you know, it was like the biggest lineup ever and everybody noticed me because I'm always the last, you know, and that was like the easiest thing. That's that, not that was bad cool. then. But that's actually super nice, you know. Even Universo Parallelo, my last time was 2020 when I played mm -hmm. there. 
you know, they, they were the first like to do the lineup opposite. Mm-hmm. They started doing like from the Z first, you know. Oh. So I was like the the first one, you know. So it's, uh, in any case, it's good, you know. Like um, that's cool. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm curious to to hear what you're gonna say after after performing there, and uh, it's it's different kind of festival. I know, any I know. Single. I mean, I played Exit exists. many times, but this is the closest. But it's still not uh, comparable. No, if we know. talk about the size, mm-hmm. it is close. Okay, uh, almost okay. the same. Okay. But everything else is different. I know. <laughs> and I know. all the music as well. Because at Exit you can find a lot of different music, not only the EDM. That's true, that's true. Uh, but over here you can find only EDM and I, I think there's like 16, 17, 18 different stages. So yeah, <laughs> you cannot see every single stage. I think there was, uh, just for Psytrance, there is two stages. Uh, there, it was, uh, back, it was one stage and right now... I actually I think it's one stage. No, it's I uh, I, I think I was uh, uh, maybe I it's the same stage, but they call it it differently uh, every week. Uh, every maybe. year, every year they they change some names of uh, the stages be, because there is a Psy Gathering, Psy which Gathering. was yeah. actually an organization which is booking Psy Trans artists mm-hmm. for Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. and there is Alteza. And then ah, they edited it. So um, yes, mm-hmm. so there is like a label called Alteza. It's yes, like a Psy yes, EM. Yes, you yes. know, they have their own stage, mm-hmm. but I think it's the same fest. The same stage, but they same just call place. it different uh, yeah, uh, the, on this week or another week. Yeah, Maybe I'm or not sure. Not you know, only like. week, uh, the day as well. You know, they name it mm-hmm. by the label, for example. Yeah. Uh, or they name it by I don't know style, music style, or something like that. Or could be or could be. community or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, but because I was checking the the, the timetable of what they gave me, and then mm-hmm. I noticed Empsi gathering one day, and then I saw. Alteza, but that was some months ago. I don't remember exactly, but I'm sure there is two names for Psytrance stage. One is Psy Gathering, one is Alteza. Is it different or you not? You know I'm why? Sure. And I need to to touch this topic. And we were talking about this. We were changing actually messages regarding that. And I mm-hmm. said I'm gonna I'm gonna mention it. Yeah, sure. Uh, we were never just to make this clear. We were never fighting, of course. No. <laughs> but I am on a trans side and he's on side trans side <laughs> yeah, hit me with the questions any questions i'm ready i'm here yeah. no no no. it's not gonna be like that i'm just gonna mention this because speaking of tomorrow and what i what i realized that and it's it's pretty weird for me because uh in the last years mm-hmm. um trans was there for during every weekend this year it's gonna happen only during the third weekend uh, yeah yeah, the first one, nothing. The second one, nothing. And I'm going to be there. Uh-huh. The second one, <laughs> nothing's going to happen, which is pretty weird. But Psytrance is happening the first, the second, and the third weekend. As you see, the Psytrance... How did this happen? <laughs> well, uh, you know, maybe people start recognizing Psytrance as an actual genre, and they see that people started to like this, you oh, know? It, it was like, uh, <laughs> it was the same thing when it was uh, like rock and roll, and then they invented metal music. Mm-hmm. And then you just started realizing that people like this energy, you know? Mm-hmm. So in my opinion, you know, people start wanted something more stronger especially these times are hard you know around mm-hmm. us so they they need something more stronger to to put all the energy out okay. I'm, I'm guessing i'm guessing maybe it could, it could be the case uh but what i found actually as good is that a lot of trans artists are going to perform at main stage <laughs> there was as well yes yes but uh, i think vinovich is uh, performing at the main stage yeah, only main speaking stage, of yes. side trans yeah um 
but still, you, you know, we, we always had this one stage, you know, specific for trans, and now we don't have it. <laughs> and uh, even, we, t- we took it. <laughs> even, yeah, you took it. <laughs> we took it. <laughs> you took it, yeah. Uh, and even during the third weekend, I think it's going to be only Anjuna Beat stage. Uh, speaking of the, the label, okay, Anjuna okay. Beat. Mm-hmm. Um, but not a specific trans stage with a different, you know, artist over there. Even a state of trance which was a specific stage mm-hmm. that was over there during one weekend, it doesn't exist anymore. No? Armin van Buren is playing no, at the, the main stage. So many stages, so many artists, I couldn't, uh, you know, listed all of them, you know? I did. <laughs> I mean, you were looking only your... Uh, no, 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 you, I, was, you, I was looking every single everything. artist over uh-huh. there, and I'm pretty happy with the lineup. Okay. And every single week has an amazing lineup. You, you know, it's always like you get something, you lose something, that's whatever true, you, true, you choose. True, because when you're buying tickets, you have no idea who's going to perform at what weekend mm. and what day. Uh, so you're just gonna need a, a lot of luck if you <laughs> wait for someone specific yeah, to Yeah, that's to true. Play. But now I remember when you said the Vinovich is playing main stage. Yeah. But they are owner of the Alteza uh, yes. Records, which is funny. They have the stage, their own stage for the they, for their own artists, you know. And are they playing on Alteza stage? I this think I they don't are. know. This I don't I know. I think I I think they are playing. So yeah, they are playing two times? Well. I think so. I mean, why Which not? Which is not weird. I mean. yeah, actually, I saw that Neelix is playing two times. Yeah? Yes, he's playing one week, the next week. I'm not sure is it the same stage or how it works, but I just noticed it. he's playing two times. I'm always curious to, to, to hear why some artists got a lot more play space to play. Like, who knows, <laughs> and good management as well, I don't know. Mm, but uh, why not? I mean, <laughs> for example, yourself, you know, you are you on all three weeks on the Tomorrowland? No. Exactly. So maybe he's playing on I one. Mean, I would the second be. one, maybe it's like a different crowd, crowd, you know. Yeah. And as you know, this, this festival is is like with many, many stages, you know. So mm. if you don't want to listen to Neelix at the, at the moment, you go to another stage. And you know, there, the, the next week there is Neelix again. So. Exactly. And you definitely, you're not going to succeed in listening to every single artist no, you no. want. <laughs> not, not a chance. I tried. Just <laughs> How many artists there is in Tomorrowland? Oh, no, no, no. Don't ask me that. I yeah, mean, if I you mean, have so many stages and on every single stage you have seven, eight artists know. every day, then it's crazy. I mean, I posted the, the lineup. It's just like the smallest letter ever. You know, it's like the full yeah, yeah, all picture the names, of just all the this, names. You know, like, <laughs> Don't even try You it. know, it's, it's a good time to be the last, you know. <laughs> I guess so. Yes. <laughs> all right. So you mentioned that you have a hobby and I'm talking about the band. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me more about this. Well, uh, you know, since my young age, I, I liked bands, you know, like this. Then with the trance music, uh, of course, it's my biggest love, you know. But now when the Corona came, you know, I I was thinking I, I needed something on a side, you know, like I couldn't just do the, the music, trance music, because it's I don't feel like it's time to dance. And that was in Corona time, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, okay, I, I want to renew my old love to guitar, you know? So I started playing a guitar and then I, okay, I made one song on guitar, two songs, three songs. Then I started on, doing this on the computer, combining with this. Then I called a friend who is an excellent guitar, you know, like a lead guitar, you know? So I asked him, you want to join with this? Let's make something. Yeah, sure. So we started like this. And then he have a, a, a friend who is a drummer. Okay, call him in, you know? So we call him. Then we call a bass player, you know? 
and uh, at the end you know we ended up totally different than what we actually wanted you know but that's actually the beauty of the music you know like the synergy with different people you know and it helped me also a lot to learn through through the musical um, uh education let's call it like this because music you can still learn so many into into this you know so i'm i'm really happy to have this band as well and uh, hopefully in some time when this is ready i will come and say it's ready you know to present to the public you know and and maybe at some point you're gonna stop uh, making you know psytrance music i don't think so i I really enjoy (laughs) doing psytrance music and definitely i i feel that uh, when i doing when i'm doing psytrance music that that's something i do best you know Mm -hmm. not on the world but it's from my all skills i have Mm -hmm. this is something i can Mm -hmm. do the best you know but of course i love all everything what's connected to music that's uh, connected to frequency it's uh, it's amazing and also i i love doing and this and that and whatever you know like i mean you still have in psytrance music for example like a project uh, men with no name mm-hmm. the guy was extremely big you know in 90s you know he have his own album and he was releasing just few tracks in after 2000 you know but they still book this guy you know like after so many years you know he's signature of the psytrans that's it but i really want to be one of these guys that uh that i will push myself to the to the end uh, i can to, as much as i can longer i can you mm-hmm. know like I, I enjoy this music and that's as well like a signature of my life as well you know well, so. it is your passion, so... Yeah, sure. But until it's music, I'm happy, you know? <laughs> like, everything <laughs> until it's music, I'm happy to live in this life, you know? That's that's for sure, yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, so besides Tomorrowland, there are a couple of more big events waiting for you. So mm-hmm. where and when can we hear you play? Oh, the, the, the list is big this year, you know? <laughs> like, because uh, all the festivals were supposed to happen 2020, and then uh, the people who tried to make events in 2021, you know, everything is now in uh, 2022, everything, everything you know. Everything gathered. <laughs> so, year. yes, I, I have uh, for the summer couple of continents and I have many festivals every week, you know. So there is festivals from uh, Germany, from Israel, from uh, uh, Brazil, from uh, Portugal, from... Mm-hmm. Uh, there is Belgium, there is France, they said France, there is, pff, I, I cannot remember, uh, remember them all, but there is a, a long list. Okay, everywhere. Yeah, everywhere, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. It's good, it's good that you're going to be present everywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy about it because, uh, you know, after two years of not traveling, I mean, we had some travel during the, the, the summertime, only like few gigs, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, like for me who get, get used to, to, to travel around all the time, you know, it's just like, I feel it's time to it, uh, mm. I just go around and rock it as much as I can, you know, let's Let, call it like that. Let's uh, do it then. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait, can't wait, yeah, okay. yeah. it was about time. So, um, so are there any new tracks or projects that we should be aware of? Yeah, sure, I just uh, released uh, a track a few weeks ago, yep. it's called Free of Control. Um, the title came just from the whole mess in the world, you know, like, because, you know, finally we are free of control at the moment. Hopefully we are hopefully, free. Hopefully. We still don't know, you know, <laughs> at the, you know, at the moment. But I just wanted to, to express my my feeling, you know, or opinion. Mm-hmm. So it's just got released. Uh, Zeiss Free of Control track released on Testarek Studio Records. And uh, just a week ago. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what's happened with this one. You know. Awesome. 
I think it's gonna be a blast. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yes. You never know. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in the video description so guys you can find it over there easily. So okay, well um Nicola, it was fun yeah, <laughs> talking I, to it you. It was absolutely my pleasure. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. Um that you that you enjoyed as well. Yeah. Um and thank you again for making this uh episode interesting and for sharing uh your story with everyone watching my and pleasure. listening. Okay, so over here we have a poster. Okay. <laughs> As you can see. Uh-huh. Uh, Creatures of the Night is the name. Uh, and this is what I ask every single person that comes to this studio. Yeah. Uh, to leave a mark over there. Yeah, sure. Uh, as a With signature yeah. and a fingerprint. We're going to do this afterwards, after I close this interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have a small gift for you. Okay, here. nice. <laughs> uh, don't choke. <laughs> oh, you thank go. you. Thank you. This is a gesture. Uh, from uh, the studio and from me. Love it. Thank you. Nice logo as well. <laughs> really <Yeah>. love it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad. So uh, I wish you great success uh, with all the upcoming releases and mm. uh, future events, future gigs. Uh, I will for sure keep following you and supporting you and your brilliant work. And, um, you know, you can always contact me whenever you want, whenever you can, whatever you need. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Okay, so thanks to everyone uh, for watching and listening to this podcast. Let me know if you like this episode by clicking on the like button below this video uh, and leaving a comment. Uh, if you haven't subscribed to Connected by Frequency YouTube channel yet, do it and do it now. Um, of course, uh, keep in your mind, we are all connected by Frequency. Until next time, stay safe and have fun. Bye-bye.